Hey, hey, friend. Do you feel like most days are just on repeat? You know, I'm kind of talking like a groundhog day-ish, but minus the groundhog, unless there is a groundhog at your house. <laughs> and I hope not. <laughs> but to most days, you just kind of feel like you're just on repeat. It's just the same thing over and over again. The same life lessons that you have to talk to the kids and pour into them and to work on over and over again. And in the back of your mind, you are saying to yourself, am I making a difference? We had the same scenario yesterday, and now we're talking about it again today. And then I know it'll be tomorrow. And it turns out you're right. It did the same thing just over and over again. You say, how can I keep going? Today, we're going to dive into and talk about the secret to being a content homeschool mom, even when you are in a season that it doesn't look like you're making a difference. Let's talk about that right here, right now on episode 124. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close up that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Are you feeling a little bit like you're on a hamster wheel? You know, one of those things, I don't know if you have a hamster, I think we might have had one way back in the day. When you're on a hamster wheel, they just kind of run and run and run. And it's just this circle and they never get anywhere. They seem to enjoy it though. But as a mom, we don't want to feel like we're on a hamster wheel. It's really has a negative connotation, right? But we can feel like we are on that sometimes. And it's just the same issue over and over again. And then I don't know if you know this, but I don't know if you realize this, but that issue will often go away. Maybe it's worked their way into their heart or it has just been pushed aside for a little bit. And we don't always notice that the issue that, so say it's an issue of you're noticing them lying and you're pouring into them and you're working on this and pointing out when they're lying and there is discipline and there is punishment and there is a lot of time and effort that you and your husband are putting into that example of lying. And then you might kind of not even quite notice that it just goes aside and unfortunately, it's sometimes replaced by something else. So maybe by impatience or by not speaking nicely to other to the other family members. And then if you have multiple children, it's compounded. It's three different kids. It's five different kids. It's more than that different kids. And we as moms are pouring into our family every single day. We've got the homeschool. We've got the homemaking. We have all of the meals and the snacks. We have the activities that we're getting our kids to, whether it is extracurricular, if it's sports or church activities. We just have our family stuff, our family traditions and time we want to spend together. And you're a wife and you want to spend time with your husband. All of just those basic things that go into every single day. In every single one of those categories, there's a lot of nitty gritty that goes into, I can just say the term of homemaking. And you're like, oh yeah, that's really simple. It's a simple word, but then it's everything. It's it's the bathrooms, it's the kitchen, and it's the making of the beds. It's the changing in the sheets. It's 
It's just all the things. I know. I'm, you're like, please don't list it all. <laughs> but we spend it so much time just pouring into our family every single day, every single week, every month, and for year after year after year. And we can wonder, and what I doing making a difference? And yeah, I feel like it can be easy for us moms with older kids to say, oh yeah, I'm feeling very content in my role as a homeschool mom. But here's the thing. We can feel content in our role even when our kids are little. So for me, just even 10 years ago or longer than that, 15 years ago when I was oh, actually, yeah, had a newborn, <laughs> all three of my kiddos, my youngest uh, recently turned 15. But you can say, oh yeah, sure, you're content now, but were you content then? Okay, maybe when I had the third newborn and those, I was wrestling with this, but I began to grow and think and be really conscientious of the fact that this is my season in life right now because I spent a lot of time in my younger years and in my early 20s, early mid 20s, constantly focused on what was ahead. I was counting down to the next holiday, I was counting down to the next vacation, the next time to spend with friends. And I was missing out on those moments right then and there in front of me. And I was not content. And I realized that in myself. And I was like, you have to, you know, this time is going to fly by. Life is short. And you're going to miss all of this time with raising kids. If you don't decide right now, let's be content. And there were some very crazy times and I'm not perfect. I'm not, I'll be the first one to raise my hand and say, oh, I blew it. And I lost my cool many, many times. And I know that there were some times I said things that I know I should not have said. And it's come up with my kids as they were older. And before I sent my 18-year-old off out into the world, he's halfway across the world right now. And before I sent him off, something came up and I just make me cry right now. I just apologized to him. I said, I'm so sorry. I should not have said that to you. I was angry as an angry, tired mom. And I, there were things I should have done to be better about that. One thing here, number one is I should have gotten some sleep. I should have turned the TV off and I should have gone to bed at night and gotten a good rest. I should have eaten healthier, but you know, the time has come and I'm, you know, at that point now where that really is a focus. But I'm going to just, the point of me saying this is that we're, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. We're not, we're going to mess up. But if we can try and focus and work on this one little secret key that I'm going to tell you here in just a moment, we'll be able to then look back. And I said to him, I'm sorry, I should not have, I should not have said that to you. I didn't really mean that. And I was able then to express to him how I really, goodness makes me cry because I miss him. <laughs> But I was able to express to him how I really truly felt. And that was in my heart then. And I just, I didn't know that I was going to see the outcome in him at that time. And I want to encourage you that when we sometimes have children that, let's just say some are more sanctifying than others. <laughs> and we just need to trust that God is going to do a mighty work in them in us and through us into them as well. But to wrap up that story, he accepted my apology and he said, no, mom, <laughs> he apologized for himself and his behavior and how he was when he was younger. I was like, yeah, but you were just a child and I was an adult. And I didn't realize at that time that, you know, my kids were kind of watching me grow up as well. And as we have children, we grow up a lot as well. Anyway, 
everything ended well and, you know, we have a better understanding of things. But when it comes to motherhood, there are some immediate and soon results, we'll say, things that we can see either like immediately or they might be just things we see down the road after a couple of weeks or a couple of months and we see some results. But most of the fruit and most of the results of the time that you are spending right now focused on your children, raising them, home educating them, they are more quantitative and you won't see them until a lot more time goes by. And you're like, that's not very helpfully. But I'm going to tell you, we'll get to that time. The time will go by and you will see them. So keep that in mind. So are you ready? My secret on how to be content. It's just this. Two words. The second word is the most in most important one. But being intentional. Sounds simple and not necessarily groundbreaking or shattering. And I know you've heard me say the word intentional. It's one of my favorite words. But when we are being intentional... We live our days most often on the offense. If you are constantly on the defense and living reactionary and therefore not intentionally, that is really stressful to live in a reactionary type of way. It is not good for our body, our mind, our heart, and it can really make our days a lot less joyful. It can make them harder. But if we're being intentional, we can live our life more so on the offense. Yes, we are dealing with kids and they are rogue, right? They go rogue pretty much and some to more degrees than others. And we don't always quite know what is going to go on. But if we are intentional about this is the activities we have for the day, this is the focus we have for our homeschool, and you take the time. Say you take the time. One simple thing is to take the time in the evening before you go to bed and getting your homeschool set up, taking a look at the resources and things that you want to have on hand. What do you have going on the next day? Are you leaving the house? Well, maybe take the time to get some things closer to the door that's going to help you get out the door in the morning. That right there is just a small little part of being intentional. We can be intentional in just the small actions in how we get up and when we get up in the morning, all the way to how do we set ourselves up for success the next day from that evening before? Because I, I do say, and I believe it, and my life is proof of this, that a good day begins the day before, more specifically, the evening before. What steps and actions and tasks have you done the night before to set yourself up for success the next day? And this is one of the key components of Clarify Your Homeschool. I wanted to name it something with intentional, but maybe people wouldn't have quite gotten that because again, it's one of my favorite words because I really, I know it, I'm proof of it, that you can succeed in the way you want to when it comes to your homeschool, your homemaking, in your role as a wife and as a friend, a daughter, a neighbor, all of those different things if we are intentional about it. And when it comes to clarify your homeschool, I'm going to make you be intentional about making some decisions when it comes to your homeschool. Because it doesn't matter if this is your first year, your third year, your fifth year, your sixth year, whatever year it is, if we haven't taken the time, we haven't taken the focus to say, what am I really doing here with homeschool? Am I just trying to purchase the best, what I say in quotes, best curriculum, the right curriculum to give my children success? And if I just follow that curriculum, then we'll be all good. No, you're kind of missing a lot 
a lot of what you can do when it comes to homeschool and the entire homeschool lifestyle. And I want to encourage you that if you have been duct taping your homeschool together, if you've been white knuckling it, if you've just been making random choices and not being intentional about your homeschool and you don't have that clarity, like I mentioned in the previous episode, I want to encourage you to go head over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com and get started today. All right, so back to the secret of being intentional. When you are intentional, you are content to wait for the outcome and the fruit. Now it might take time, like I mentioned earlier, to see some of that fruit, but there will be a time where there is going to be a harvest and you're going to be able to see what all of the time that you spent, all of those late nights staying up talking to a teenager, all of the middle of the night nightmares that you consoled with your children, all of the snacks given, all of the meals made, all of the spilled milk that's been mopped up because you've taken the time beforehand and during this season that you're in right now to choose your priorities. What is important to you? That's where we'll spend our time. If you're like, I don't know what my priorities are. I encourage you to first take a look and see what your unintentional priorities are. How are you spending your time? Are you spending four hours a day scrolling on social media? Well, that's a priority. They do say that if you take a look at your bank account and how you spend your time on your phone, that will show your priorities. Oof, that can sometimes hurt a little bit when we look into that. But if we're being, if we're not being intentional, we are being unintentional, but we're still being intentional. <laughs> if that makes sense, but we're being unintentional about how we're spending our time. Let's figure out what are your priorities and let's focus on those things. Then you don't have to wonder if how you're spending your time is worth it. For my family, we have been very intentional in a few specific areas. And it meant that we would give up some things in order to be intentional in these ways. Now we wanted to be intentional about the amount of time that we spent with our kids. We wanted to be intentional about the types of resources and the people that were speaking into them. And that's where homeschooling came in. But the main focus was our faith. And the understanding of how that is interwoven into our lives and every single day. It's not something that we just do on Sunday morning. It's not something that we put on a shelf. We just do our devotions in the morning, you know, on our own. And then we put the Bible on the shelf and then we continue on with our day and don't think about it until the next day. And then we can go ahead and check it off and say we were, I was a good Christian girl and I did my devotions in the morning. And then the rest of the day we're a train wreck and we're yelling and we're screaming and we're wasting our time on things. And we're not being profitable with our times and we're not um, raising our kids in a way that's glorifying to God. And so overall for my husband and I, faith has been the reason and, and homeschool fell in underneath that as well. We also really spent a lot of time on focusing in on heart issues and character traits and pouring those into our kids, getting resources and talking about things and tying in often Bible stories. And we would discuss, you know, during the day, and it's just kind of fun, even now as they're older, We'll talk about things that'll just be like, wow, okay, they remember that from then and talking about sermons when we come home from church and listening to Bible teachings during the week. And I think I've mentioned before, I would listen to a sermon sometimes while I'd be making dinner when my kids were little and they would just kind of sneak in maybe with a coloring book or a drawing pad or a couple of matchbox cars and they would listen in because they were curious and wanted to hear and wanted to be poured into like, what is mom spending her time on? I want to be a part of that as well. 
other things we focused on was building relationships, building relationships among the five of us, one-on-one with each one of our kids, and then our kids building relationships with one another. We are also very intentional about choosing how we spent our time. And that was certainly a work in progress for me. And I've not shied away from the fact of saying that I used to watch a lot of TV and I didn't watch, I mean, I, I, I know I watch shows that I should not have been watching, but I always figured, well, I'm, there was no streaming at that time. And I'm just watching those shows after my kids are in bed. Well, it's okay. Well, I wasted a lot of time. I could have at least been sleeping and been a little bit more happy, a little less tired in the morning. But that was a process of me like letting go of that and letting go and letting go. And then finally getting to the point where we don't have a TV that's always in our living room. It's in our basement. We bring it up if we're going to watch a movie. It's kind of, we put it on the coffee table, push the coffee table all the way back. And it doesn't look really good. It's a little janky at the time. It does the job. Movie's done. We put it away. But just choosing how we spend our time is something that, because there's limited time in a day. When we have kids and we have needs and there's this one that needs this and this and these and this. And we have nap times and bedtimes and snack times and meal times and places to be. And it can, all that time can really add up and we really don't have a lot of free time in our day. So I want to encourage you personally to be careful as to how you spend your time and are you spending it in pursuits that are going to add to your life or are they things that are going to take from your life? Another thing that we chose really were about being intentional about was spending, how we spend our money. Where did our money go? How did we use the resources that we had? And when my kids were little, there wasn't much resources. We'll say that. But still, we had to be intentional with what we had. And as God would bless us with more, like, wow, okay. We had that mindset of still being intentional about how we spent our money and our resources. And then the last thing here is our energy, how we would spend our energy. What did we focus in on? And did we spend our time pursuing things that were good and beautiful and lovely and things that poured into us and things that then we could pour into other people? Or did we spend our time pursuing things that were just trash and talking negatively about the people and things that weren't pouring anything good into us? And so we really chose to be intentional about how we spend our time, our money and our resources and our energy. So what is it that you are feeling like God is saying, girlfriend, you got to be a little bit more intentional about this area. I encourage you. Right now, if you're thinking about one of those things, you're thinking about, okay, your time or maybe your resources or your homeschool curriculum, or the activities your kids are participating in. If there's like a little prick there in your brain that you're like, Ooh, I want you to write that down and then revisit that later on, spend some time in prayer and really thinking and contemplating on that and saying, okay, which direction do you want me to take when it comes to this God? And I want to encourage you when it comes to being intentional is to think ahead to every one of your child's different seasons in life. And plan like, how do I want to pour into them during that season of life? If you have little babies and then there's toddlers and then there's elementary, you have younger and later elementary, middle school and high school. So if you have a child that's late elementary, then thinking about, wow, what do I want to pour into them in middle school? What are some experiences or maybe trips or activities or books and resources, things that I want to spend some time on with them? Okay, let's think about that and plan ahead for when that can fit into that time during, say, their middle school years. So I'll give you a little bit of an example. This will just be like a small little snippet. I have been very intentional. I'm not going to say the word, 
We're just going to say the birds and the bees. <laughs> that kind of talk just throughout my kids' lives and giving them the information that they're asking for, give them the information that is appropriate to them and their maturity at that time. But for all three of my kids, when they hit their 15th year, after they turn 15, during that time, we then do, there is one specific look that just kind of adds one more layer onto it. And they, they with me will just sit down once a week and there's a book for them. There's a book for me and we'll sit down just one evening, once a week, and just talk about what we read and just openly have conversations. And this has been part of an entire process that I began when they were smaller and as they got older. And then with my two older kiddos, actually over Christmas break, I realized that there was a, that I wanted to pour a bit more into them when it came to like the ultimate there of like marriage and what their focus should be now at this point as young adults. But just seeing that just being intentional, like this is ultimately what I'm trying to get to having an idea what resources can come along and when are good times to put those resources there strategically and just to keep the conversation going and just growing upon from the last time. So I want you to think about your children and their different seasons that they're in and plan for some type of instruction and things you want to pour into them during the season they're in right now, and then be intentional about what you want to pour into them in the next season. But I also want to encourage you to just enjoy your kiddos right here, right now in this season that they're in. We spend so much time focused on what we're going to do in the future and the marriage study I'm going to do with them when they're 18 in your child is three. No, you can think about that. You can get some resources. You can have a list of things and be super organized and have it all planned out. If that's your personality, go for it. But I just want to like hone down to right now. Don't forget to enjoy them right now. And don't forget to just be in today, this day, right here, right now, be here in this day. We want to have that foresight that we are being intentional for the future, but then being intentional right now, but just not missing the moments right now because we're so focused on the future. And if you have not already joined the Facebook group, if you're looking for some like-minded mamas who are also seeking to be intentional and are homeschooling their kids or planning to homeschool their kids, go ahead and jump into the Facebook group. The link is in the show notes and be sure to come back to the next podcast episode because we're going to be talking about something that hits right about now at this time of the year. All right, friends, it's been good chatting with you. Have a good one. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.